Welcome to the Loan Hunter Podcast. I am Heather Hunter Jackson, covering all things real estate and finance in the greater Sacramento area. Whether you are an industry professional, first time home buyer, or a homeowner looking to learn more, my goal of this podcast is to take the complicated language and conflicting information you find online and make it simple and easy to understand. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Loan Hunter podcast. Uh, Today I am talking about mortgage servicing, which totally sounds like a really boring topic, kind of is. Um, However, really pertinent to almost everybody. So I think one of the biggest questions I get is like, oh, Heather, I came and took this mortgage with you and whoever I brokered it to, let's say United Wholesale Mortgage. And my payment, who I make my payment to changed. It changed right away. Or, you know, I'm talking to someone a year later and my loan got sold and my payment changed. So what is this about? So that is called mortgage servicing, essentially. So let's talk about, you know, what happens after your loan closes. So, you know, it's signing day, you're signing all your loan docs. Little do you know in there, there's a disclosure that tells you that your loan may be sold and it may be sold multiple times throughout the life of the loan. Um, you sign that, of course, you don't pay any attention to it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when your loan closes, you are waiting for your first payment letter to come. So let's say I'm in the month of September right now. I close in September. That means my first payment is due November 1. There is a good chance by November 1st, whoever I closed my mortgage with, I was with Big Valley Mortgage before. Like I said, I brokered United Wholesale Mortgage, uh, Guild Mortgage is local, you know, even Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Um, you know, you may get a notice that who you were making your payment to come November 1 is not that same company that closed your loan. So this is totally typical. And, you know, I want to explain some of the reasons as to why why that happens. So one of the reasons is uh, sometimes the lenders do what we call a bulk sale onto the secondary market. And so that's where they package groups of mortgages. Normally, you're going to see this as like a group of FHA loans that they have on their books or a group of um, VA loans. They, per- they put those into mortgage-backed securities and sell them on the secondary market to investors. So when this happens, the servicing rights transfer to a company that specializes in servicing those type of loans. So some of the biggest uh, name servicers out there right now that a lot of people like are not aware of, and I even had a client recently ask me like, wait, this doesn't sound legit. Like Mr. Cooper is one of the uh, servicers out there that services a ton of loans. Uh, Penny Mac is a lender that like I do some loans through Penny Mac, but like my old company, they don't, but they sell a lot to Penny Mac. So your loan may transfer if the company servicing that loan files bankruptcy or they're having financial troubles. So the bank that, what, Silicon Valley Bank that went down, whatever loans they had on their books, they sold off to, you know, other, and that was one of the things they did a big mortgage-backed security sell before they went down because they knew they were having financial trouble. Even right now, this year, with the way the banking world has been, you'll see even the big banks like um, Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, Citibank, they may even put together a package of mortgage-backed securities and sell them off because 
they are being forced to have more liquidity at their bank and get things off of their books um, just because of the rules that have been coming or are going to come down upon them, I think, in 2025 or 2026 to avert future financial crises with the banks. So that is one of the reasons as to why you may may see who you make your payment to change. Another one could be, you know, if your lender gets acquired by another financial institution, then your mortgage will be transferred to that new entity. So, you know, I have a home equity line of credit with Bank of the West. They recently just got bought out by Bank of Montreal. So, you know, I've been through the process now of doing all the, hey, your payments are going to change, you know, the name of everything's going to change. So you get all kinds of notifications and you have to really be living under a rock and not check your email and not check your mail to <laughs> to know that, you know, something's changed. But um, with some institutions, some are, some are better than others, of course, in the communication. But that's a reason as to why, you know, who you make your payment to may change. Um, lenders, you know, they might have contractual agreements that allow them to transfer the servicing of loans under certain conditions. So those conditions are usually disclosed to you in your mortgage disclosures as to why, you know, why they'll they'll do that. Um, servicing performance could be another one. Uh, lenders might choose to change servicers based on the performance of the servicing company if they believe another company can provide better customer service or more efficient loan management. When I was at my previous company, and this was during the pandemic when, I mean, loans, we were doing so many loans and the company was servicing them themselves for a while. And then they did use a servicer and we were having so many problems with the servicer to where our clients would contact us. We'd have to get involved in help. And that was a reason that made them shift to, you know, having the loans go to someone else um, because they just were having too many issues with customer service. So, you know, that could be a reason as to why that happens. The key things to know when your loan is transferred to another um, servicer is that your loan terms and conditions should not change. So you should not have, just because your loan changed who you make your payment to, does not mean your rate can go up. It does not mean your payment can increase. Um, Yes, your payment could change if something in your like escrow account change, meaning your property taxes or homeowner's insurance, but you know, otherwise nothing else should be changing on that. You should receive a goodbye letter from who you were making your payment to and a welcome letter from the new servicer. Now, here's where things get a little backwards is that sometimes you get the welcome letter before you get the goodbye letter. So then, of course, you know, a lot of people were worried about scams because there's all kinds of scams of stuff in the mail. Um, So you really want to obviously double check that that's legitimate information or legitimate company that you're working with. Normally you're going to find, you know, if you go to try and log in online to who you were making your payment to, you you are probably going to see the shift there that, okay, the loan's been sold. But whenever you're in doubt, call. Call whoever you're making your payment to and ask. Because if you make your payment to the person that you had been making your payments to all along and now you have this new company and, okay, it's October 1, I made the payment to my old company. Oops, I was supposed to make it to the new company. They are usually always in communication and the old company is forwarding your payment over to the new company. Sometimes it appears like your payment is is late potentially, but it usually is just a catch up in them getting the communication done. 
you are protected from RESPA rules for usually 90 to 120 day period during the transfer period from one lender to another if there are any late payments or paying the wrong company. So that's something a lot of people don't realize. I know, for example, on my um, HELOC, I received a disclosure you know, of um, who the payments are supposed to be made to and from and that um, they will not report any sort of payment, late payments or anything until November 1st. And that is just, I mean, it's straight written into our rules that they, they can't. Of course, if, you know, I know errors happen, mistakes happen, people have seen that happen, but um, that's stuff that you would be able to go in and dispute and get overturned. So just know, um, even if you decide to go to, you know, again, one of the big banks and because I've, I've had people tell me, you know, no, I only want to go to Wells Fargo because I don't want my, I don't want to deal with a servicer. Cause sometimes people do have really bad experiences with certain servicers, customer service and getting a hold of them and, you know, processing payments correctly, things like that. And I get that. Um, but you are never guaranteed that your payment, even if you go to like a Wells Fargo, Bank of America, something like that, you're never guaranteed that your payment will stay with that person. You know, you can look through all your loan disclosures, but I guarantee you there's a disclosure in there that gives them the right to uh, sell your servicing at any time. So just know that's why, that's why this happens. It's part of the mortgage business. It's part of you know, how companies make money, unfortunately for us, the consumer sometimes, but it is just part of the, the gig essentially. So if you have any questions, uh, please reach out. I would be happy to help address any issues or any questions you have on that. So I will catch you guys on the next episode. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to the Loan Hunter podcast. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Also, please leave me a review, good or bad, because I like honest feedback and always like to improve. Thank you so much for sharing and see you on the next episode. The Loan Hunter podcast is brought to you by Heather Hunter, NMLS number 129963, DRE number 01402583. Empire Home Loan supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 1839243.